0: This is such an important topic to me, this is the foundation of all of my books, and I'm so excited to be chatting about this with you today, but first, let's have coffee. (laughs) Hello friend, welcome back to the Faith, Writing, and Coffee Chats podcast. My name is Mariah, and I am a Christian writer and coffee enthusiast. Today, I am having an iced pumpkin spice latte because it is that time of year. I'm so happy. It's autumn. The fall leaves have been falling down and covering the ground in yellows and golden browns. It's so beautiful. It's just such a beautiful time of year and one of my absolute favorite times to read and write and I also know that a lot of writers are also prepping right now for NaNoWriMo and writing new novels, so I feel like this is the perfect time to chat about today's topic. This was previously a masterclass on my blog, and there will be a link to that post in the description box of this episode. This was my most requested masterclass topic, and I'm so excited to now be sharing this on the podcast. So, Without further ado, let's answer the question, how to write faith in your story. The masterclass requests I got were basically the same question and idea. The first one was how to write faith content in books. And the second one said, you should totally do a masterclass about faith content in books. In some books, the faith seems so fake and pressed. Like the author is trying too hard, if that makes sense, and it can sometimes ruin the book. So today, I am so excited to be answering both of these questions and break this concept of writing faith into books down into easy, repeatable steps you can use in every book you write. These are the same exact steps I use when writing every single one of my novels. Writing faith into my novels is so important to me. I am a Christian and my faith is so, so important to me. It's my life, my everything. My faith in Jesus is the most important part of my life. And in the books I write, I want to show that. I want to show the light of Jesus in my novels and give hope to people. I want to write stories that are also clean and God honoring. This writing faith into fiction is such an important topic to me and something I could totally talk about for hours But for your sake, I'm going to try to keep this as short and straight to the point as possible. So the first question I'll be tackling is, in some books, the faith seems so fake and pressed, like the author is trying too hard, if that makes sense, and it can sometimes ruin the book. Now, this makes a lot of sense, and I totally get where this person is coming from. There have definitely been books that I've read where the faith content felt preachy and When I say preachy, I mean it feels fake or really forced. And when that happens, it can make me not like the book or not want to even finish it. I first want to get something clear. Being preachy when done right is not a bad thing. I have seen this conversation pop up before going to the extreme of both sides. Some people hate preachy books and won't read them while other people love these kinds of books and think that any faith content is good in books. Personally, I don't like books that don't write faith well. Let me explain this. If a book is marketed Christian and there is barely any to no faith content in the books, then I don't like that book. I also don't like in genuine Christian books. Have you ever read a book that has a lot of Bible verses in it But then, that's it? There is no talk about faith, the characters are not affected at all by God or the Bible. There are verses in the book to be marketed as Christian, but there is nothing in it that feels like real, genuine Christianity. A sad thing about poorly written Christian books is that it can be isolating sometimes. Some non-Christians who could benefit from a hopeful story that points to God can be turned away by the quote-unquote Christian novels and possibly never hear the gospel message, at least in book form. This isn't for every case, isn't, isn't for every book or author, writer, but it can be in some cases. And I know that this is a little bit extreme in thinking. I also know that not everyone will agree with my views, and that's perfectly all right. This is just my personal opinion on the books I like to read and write, but I also think it's true. To me, I want to write in a way that is God-honoring and shows God's light, but also has the ability to reach more than just my Christian audience. My favorite example of an author like this that I aspire to be is C.S. Lewis. Lewis's story of Narnia is beloved by many people, and not all of them are Christian. But in his writing, he is able to write in a way that points to God. If non-Christians are interested in knowing Aslan more, then that ability is available to them to find the real Aslan. I know there have been people who have read Narnia as a kid and then picked up one of his other books like Mere Christianity and found God in the pages and gave their life to Jesus. I want to write like that. Maybe not everyone can write like this, Some people might write only for a Christian audience, and that is perfectly alright. I love books like that. Some might be only secular writers, and though that's not my preference, I do think that's alright if you are still able to be God-honoring in your art and still be a light. Not everyone's art will be the same, and that is absolutely perfect god made each of us and we all have different gifts and forms of art we can use to give him praise i think that is such a beautiful thing and such a wonderful gift he has given to each of us first corinthians chapter 12 verses 4-6 through six says there are different kinds of spiritual gifts but the same spirit is the source of them all there are different kinds of service but we serve the same lord God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. So in today's episode, I know, I know, this has been a very long introduction, opening, um, but I felt it was very important to have sort of a background, kind of like foundation, before getting into the steps. So I'll be getting to that momentarily in this episode For the steps, I'm going to be focusing on the foundation on how to write faith, themes, ideas, and messages into your novel. Make sure if you have any other questions on writing faith into your story that I didn't cover or you would like me to cover, then please make sure to go over to the podcast website, which will be linked in the description of this episode, and go to the connect page On the website, fill out the connect form, and I will be getting back to you as soon as I can. Now, I could do a whole guide on this topic and write it out step by step on how to write faith into your story, but honestly, I can't. You see, there is not one right way to write faith into books. Well, actually, that's not entirely true. There is a single real right way, and it's the only way I know how. And this is what I'm going to be sharing with you today. So, without further ado, here is my three-step process to writing faith into my novels. And it is the same process I recommend you use when writing faith into your books. If you've known me for any amount of time then there is a high chance that you have heard me talk about God as my writing partner. That is how I write faith into my stories. It is by partnering with God and letting Him speak to me and through me and write with me. He leads and I follow. He places verses and ideas on my heart and I follow Him in that. Really, this comes down to you having a personal relationship with God. That is what I encourage you to do and is what I do with each of my novels. Now I promise I would have steps so here are the three steps I do every day before I start writing and while I outline and plot and make characters and everything really. Even on no writing days I do this and I encourage everyone not just writers to do this. So here we go. Step one, read your Bible every single day. I cannot express just how important this is. If you really want to write faith into your stories, then you must read the Bible and focus on your faith in your personal life. What you do day in and day out will come out of you. There is a saying that what you take in, listen to, watch, read will become a part of you. For example, have you ever watched a movie or TV show that's British or Australian or set in the South or something with an accent that's not yours and then after watching, you find yourself saying words and phrases in that accent even without you really thinking about it? The same thing happens when you read the Bible. The more often and daily you do it, the more it becomes a part of you. The more you make it a part of your life, The more you will make it written in your heart and in your life and that will then lead to it being written in your novels naturally. Psalm 119 verse 11 says, I have hidden your word in my heart. And Psalm 119 verses 15 through 16 says, I will study your commandments and reflect on your ways. I will delight in your decrees and not forget your word. This is my best tip for writing faith in your stories. For me, when I spend time with God and take time reading the Bible, I can find it pouring out of me and onto my writing. I can be so full of the Bible, I start to find it in my writing without having to think about it or try and put it in. Sure, there are things and themes I want in my writing that I am intentional of making a part of the story, but there are other times when I don't even realize that I've written a certain faith topic into my stories. It just comes out of me. It's not just in my writing. It's in my life, my conversations, even my outlook in life. I couldn't have that unless I took the time every day to prioritize God, my creator, Lord, Savior, and the author of my life make the bible part of your daily life if that's hard at first then treat it as research for your book read the passages and verses and books in the bible that you want to show up in your book soak it in and i truly believe you will find yourself writing it into your story and it will be genuine because it is coming out of the overflow of your own personal faith it's not just something you're putting in to be christian but something you are putting in because you can't help yourself from writing your faith into your story. Romans 15 verse 13 says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Step 2. Pray Every day I write, really just every day, I make sure to take time to pray over my writing. Pray that God will lead you and guide your words and your writing. Pray he will be in and over what you say and write down. Ask him to speak to you and through you and that he will reveal himself to you and in your story. Have him be a part of your writing. Pray. I know it will make such a difference, not only in your writing, but in your life as well. James 1 verse 5 says, If you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. Also, pro tip, if you have a problem in your writing, or you feel stuck or uninspired, then the best thing you can do, in my opinion, is to pray. Sometimes he will reveal the fix instantly, and others he might ask you to wait or take a few days to rest before he reveals what you need for your story. I know each of these situations have happened to me, including him telling me to wait on writing projects and even to stop them entirely. Whatever happens, trust in him. He knows what is best for you and your writing and your life. Step Three, this is a continuation of the last steps, and it's simply this. Follow God where he leads you and start. If you are a writer, start writing. A singer, sing. Dancer, dance. Painter, paint. Just start where you are, trusting in him and trusting he will lead you. And wherever he leads you, follow him. Trust his guidance and direction in your life. Psalm 32, verse 8 says, The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Psalm 32, verses 10 through 11 says, Unfailing love surrounds those who trust the Lord. So rejoice in the Lord and be glad, all you who obey him. Shout for joy, all you whose hearts are pure this step is so important to the first two steps because you need to have action behind your words reading the bible spending time with god and praying are all incredible and so needed in your life but you also need to be able to act on what god says james 1 verses 22-25 says but don't just listen to god's word You must do what it says, otherwise you are only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. The first two steps are writing on the assumption that you will follow God where he calls you. A part of why when I write, the words and verses and faith can seem to pour out of me is because I've learned and am still continuing to learn to let God lead me in my writing. If he places something on my heart, then I want to do it and act on what he calls me to do. If he places it on my heart to say something or write something, then I want to do that. And I found that the more I do that, the more he starts setting things on my heart to write. It's an act of obedience. And the more that I listen and obey, the more I see him working in my writing. But I had to start. I had to start writing. And whenever I felt called to, even if it was something small, so small and insignificant, I didn't think it would matter, but I still practiced obeying and listening to him, acting on what he is leading me and telling me to do. And when I did that, that's when I saw him in more and in bigger ways than ever before, That is when he became my writing partner. It's when I stepped back and gave him control, making him king, not just over my life, but in my writing and in the stories I want to share. I gave him kingship over that, making him the lord of not just my life, but also my writing and what I do each day. And doing that, practicing that, obeying Him in that, it has completely changed my writing and my life. And in so many wonderful, beautiful ways, my writing is so much better and so much more meaningful and impactful in my life since obeying God. And letting him be king over that and it's just changed everything and i so encourage you to do this too to just start writing to start obeying god to pray to read your bible to press in and lean into him and to follow him wherever he leads you even if it feels small and insignificant because when you take those steps of faith when you start on those little things those small moments when you trust and obey him in the little things that will then prepare you for the bigger things in life and that will also show god that you are willing to listen if you are willing to do a small thing then he can give you bigger greater purpose and callings because he saw that you did that little thing, that little small thing you thought wouldn't matter, end up being the the thing, the moment, that later in your life would lead you to this moment where you do incredible, life-changing things. But you needed to start, you needed that first moment, those little steps of faith and of trusting and obedience. And I know God, work in your life and will do something so incredible but you need to start you need to start you need to put him king over your life and in whatever you do you need to start and I know I know he will change your life and he will do something incredible in and with you Looking back to the first book I wrote, which I talked a bit about in the previous episode, to the book that I most recently wrote called Sweet Ever After, I can see such an incredible difference in my writing. Yes, I know I've improved with time, but it's more than that. I see God more in my writing. In the first book I wrote, I wanted him there. He was there as the creator. And even though he was there and was truly the only reason and way I was able to write that book, looking back, I can see that other things were more important in my story. Yes, he wrote with me and helped me through it, all of it, but it's so much more now. In Sweet Ever After, that, that was my story. I kind of just let go and I gave it to God. In my prayers, I prayed that God would write with me and that he would use this story and that it would be his and not mine. And more than any other book I've written, I know that is so true. Every character came from him leading me to them and revealing them to me. Every day writing, I felt him so present in my writing. Even when I had to rewrite chapters that I lost in the process of writing this book, I felt him so much a part of my writing and this process. Even the themes and the struggles my characters went through, I know came about by him and his direction in leading me. And you know how I know that? Because they all started out with, one struggle and misbelief but by the end it was something completely different for all of them and that was not intentional by me or my characters that was completely his leading me and it was so interesting because i think i think that god was also teaching me things through this book i have cried the most with this book than any other. So many prayers I wrote in this book were real prayers for me, real tears and struggles I was having to walk through and ended up there on the page. This book was such such an incredible and unexpected experience for me. And I'm so thankful for all he did in the story and all he did even in my heart and life through the process of writing this book. There were changes in my characters, and changes in myself and in my life. And I'm so, so thankful. And it wasn't an easy journey. This was definitely, I think the hardest book for me to write and the longest (laughs) book for me to write but it has been such an incredible experience and I'm so thankful and I wouldn't change if for anything this this book and this experience that I've had with God in writing this book and in trusting him and in letting him lead me and direct this book the entire way through. Now, to recap all that we went over, the main thing to remember is to have a personal relationship with God. Read the Bible and spend time with Him every day. Pray. Pray over your story and your writing. Pray over everything every day. And I know that it will make a change not only in the stories you write and your books. But I know it will also change. It will make a change in your story and in your life. And lastly, follow God wherever he leads you. Trust in him. Follow him. Take action. And when he leads you, follow. So, how do you write faith into your story? It's simple. You build a relationship with God and follow him where he leads your pen. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Faith writing and coffee chats podcast, friend. I hope you liked this episode and tips and make sure to come back next week for part two of writing faith in fiction, where I'll be giving examples of some of my favorite books with faith in them. So make sure to subscribe to stay up to date on all new episodes. And if you'd like to connect with me or request a podcast topic, then please go to the podcast website which will be linked in the description of this episode. I can't wait to see you here next time friend. I hope you are having a wonderful day. Goodbye!